You know what time it is. It's time to P-P-P-Podcast, your weekly journey through the world of Yu-Gi-Oh! I'm Lance, your host and tour guide through this underworld of children's card games and plot armor, where the English dub will be smashed to pieces, overanalyzed, and mocked. Mostly from a loving place. Just a quick PSA before we get started. I'd like to make sure everyone who's listening is aware of some of the legal ways to watch Yu-Gi-Oh! online, as there are plenty, at least at the time of this recording. Netflix, Hulu, and Yu-Gi-Oh!.com are all viable options. If you know of any other legal avenues, please feel free to let me know. Now, let's prepare to enter the Shadow Realm. Today, we're looking at Season 1, Episode 25, titled Shining Friendship. Guess who's finally picking up a dueling deck? It starts off with a recap, but we don't have to talk about that. We pick up where we left off with the gang at the castle door. Yugi is staring in silence at the ground, eyes wide open, while the rest of them try to get him to come back to his senses. He has a flashback to the duel he just lost to Kaiba. Again, not really talking about this too much. Focusing on his almost lack of ability to contain the other presence within him. He laments the fact that it wanted to win so badly it almost hurt Kaiba to do so. At this point, he reaffirms to himself his decision to never duel again, out of fear of the other Yugi. It is at this point that tears begin to fall from his eyes again. Joey walks up and offers Yugi his start chips, since Yugi's the only reason he's even on the island. The rest of the gang start to inquire about his sister Serenity, and he says that she does need his help, but Gramps is in trouble right now. Look at Joey actually being a good friend and stuff. Yugi, however, remains stoic, only serving to upset Joey, who bodily lifts him off the ground and yells at him, obviously trying to shock him back to reality or something. It's hard to tell with Joey sometimes. We then hear a familiar sultry voice. If this is how you treat your friends, I can't wait to see how you treat your enemies. My. Joey fills her in poorly saying that Yugi lost his starships to Kaiba, and now it's like he's lost the will to even go on. Mai says they're lucky that she came by as we transition into the castle. Kaiba is continuing forward toward his duel with Pegasus. It is revealed that Pegasus is watching him via his big monitor while sipping more fruit juice. He proposes a toast to Croquet in honor of Kaiba. For his stunning upset victory over Yugi. He continues by saying that if Kaiba thinks he can just waltz in here and rescue his brother, he's got another thing coming, and he will see soon enough. Transition back outside now, please. Please, let's just pick a place for a little while. Okay. Okay. Mai addresses the congregation, especially Yugi, for a kinda heartfelt pep talk. She basically says that it isn't the end of the world just because he was defeated, though she understands the sentiment. Because when Panic beat her, she thought it was all over as well, but Yugi stepped in and saved her starships. Now, she's returning the favor. She holds out a few starships in her hand to repay her debt. Drew reminds her that she can't win the prize money without 10 starships. I'm being kind, not stupid. She then shows that she has 10 on her dueling gauntlet, so she just casually has five or more extra star chips. Cool. Yugi continues staring at the ground as Mai insists that he take the star chips. Joey also offers his own star chips again. Eventually, Mai becomes offended and tells Yugi off. Fine, I'll keep them. Then your friends can wipe your nose all the way back to the nursery. Grow up. Sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. 
Taya steps in, telling Mai she shouldn't get mad at Yugi because she just doesn't understand. Mai, of course, believes she does understand. Yugi lost one game, and now he's too chicken to play again. I mean, that about sums it up for the casual observer. She then calls him pathetic and tells him to duel her for the star chips right now. As she's visibly about to become even more upset by his continued silence, Taya steps forward. I'll duel you. Woo boy. Here we go. I've needed this after, you know, the emotional roller coaster that has been the past, like, six episodes. Mai tries to talk her out of it, saying that an amateur like Taya wouldn't stand a chance against her. Would so? Oh, sick comeback, Taya. Sick. Mai then changes tactics a little bit. I'll ask you one last time. Are you sure you want to duel me? Also, Taya magically has a deck in her hands now. I don't know. Joey asks Tristan what he thinks. I think Yugi's in good hands. Your face says otherwise. So... I know that's not what you're really saying. We cut now to an arena at the bottom of the stairs leading to the castle, where Mai and Taya are setting up for their duel. Yugi is still away from his desk, while the life points are set to 2,000. Taya goes first, playing the Petite Angel 600-900 stat spread in attack mode. Okay, so you know Mai loves her harpies. And you also know that they start at 1,300 attack. You didn't have any better cards? Really? Joey and Tristan are visibly disgusted by Taya's choice, as am I, honestly, going so far as to tell her, That isn't funny! Mai chuckles and plays Harpy Lady in attack mode. She also plays a magic or trap face down. Naturally, Mai's Harpy easily takes care of Petite Angel, decreasing Taya's life points to 1300. Taya, however, returns with Fairy's Gift, 1400-1000 stat spread. Where was this last turn? I refuse to believe that you top-decked it. Mai laments the cuteness factor of Taya's deck, and we get a glimpse of Taya's hand. Another petite angel, possibly silver bow and arrow. Another fairy's gift, and another fairy monster, possibly shining friendship. Yes, namesake of the episode. Wabaku, and Magician of Faith. She focuses on Wabaku, a powerful trap card, but she doesn't remember what it does. If only the cards in the dub had text on them. Also, I'm looking forward to seeing how 4Kids actually changed this, because in the sub, the cards do, in fact, have their text. She ends up playing a Magic or Trap face down, presumably Wabaku, and attacking with Fairy's Gift. But Mai activates her face down, Rose Whip. It's an equipped magic card that boosts her Harpy's attack by 300, making it stronger than Fairy's Gift. Taya's monster is destroyed, and her life points drop to 1100. Bakura then takes it upon himself to recap what just happened. Why? Who asked for this? Mai now tries to talk Taya into surrendering, saying that she doesn't know what she's up against and it only gets harder from here. Taya tries to talk back, but Mai stops her, telling her to save it if it's the start of another friendship speech. I've heard all your lame speeches before, and from the look on Yugi's face, I'd say he has too. Hey, you leave her Yugi muffin alone! Mai draws for her turn, top-decking Harpy's Feather Duster and plays it face down. Taya comments to herself that she hates it when Mai plays stuff face down. It makes it hard to know what to play next. Yeah, that's the point, Taya. Taya's turn now. She draws Shining Friendship, 
another fairy monster. And she comments to herself that it's like all of us as she flashes back to episode one when she drew the smiley face across all of their hands. She laments that it isn't as strong as their real friendship. Then it could beat anything. It'd have Joey's courage, Tristan's spirit, and Yugi's heart. Joey and Tristan yell to her that they are with her. She then prompts Yugi. Yugi, are you with me? And he almost responds, but no cigar, unfortunately. Returning to the duel, Taya thinks to herself now, what if it is as strong as our friendship? Honey, if your friendship is only worth 1,300 attack points, then don't act like it can beat everything. She plays Shining Friendship in attack mode, and Mai berates her for making her wait all of that time for this. Same. Mai attacks with Harpy Lady, and Taya activates Wabaku. Apparently, it reduces the attack of opposing monsters to zero for a turn, sparing both her Shining Friendship and her life points. Actually, in real life, and as it turns out in the show, they just didn't know how to say it, I guess. It reduces the battle damage you take for one turn to zero and prevents your monsters from being destroyed by battle for the turn. This is different from reducing a monster's attack to zero because if you reduce your opponent's monster's attack to zero, it still battles with your monster, meaning it will most likely be destroyed and your opponent will lose life points. But if you just reduce the damage that you took and protect your own monsters, your opponent won't necessarily take battle damage. Joey attempts to take credit for teaching her that move. Yeah, whatever. Tristan comes back with, Yeah, if by teach you mean get schooled every time she beats you with it. Thanks, Tristan. Taya then addresses Mai again, this time, For a friendship speech. Blah, blah, blah. She basically says that she is scared dueling Mai for such high stakes, but she knows with her friends backing her up, she will win. <laughs> okay. For her move... Taya plays the Magician of Faith face down. We, the viewer, know this, but Maya doesn't. She then activates Silver Bow and Arrow, an equipped magic card that boosts the attack of Shining Friendship to 1600. In response, Maya activates Cyber Shield, which further boosts Harpy Lady's attack to 2100. She continues by activating Dispel, which we saw Kaiba use in his rematch with Yugi, choosing to destroy Taya's Silver Bow and Arrow and reducing Shining Friendship's attack back to its original 1300. At this point, Yugi seems to come back a little closer to reality. Yes, Yugi! Come back to her, Yugi! Come back to your Taya! Mai attacks the monster she just played face down. See also Magician of Faith. Which gives her a magic card back from her graveyard when it's flipped face up. However, Mai has to remind Taya of Magician of Faith's effect. Obviously, she's going to grab Silver Bow and Arrow since it's the only magic card in her graveyard. Mai berates Taya a little more, saying everyone's proud that she's made it this far, but there's no way she can hang because she doesn't even know the rules of the game. True. Taya again refuses to give up, which actually gets Yugi to lift his head to watch. Indirectly, Mai berates Yugi for giving up so easily. She also says that Taya won't be able to help him through whatever it is going on inside his head. Yugi thinks to himself that Mai may be right. Maybe he did give up too easily. I mean... You needed a crisis as the main protagonist before the big final battle. That was inevitable. But yeah, you, you definitely caved too easily. Coming back to the duel, Mai continues to try and make Taya surrender, but she stays true to her cause as she begins to cry. Yugi calls out to her weakly as she continues. Don't let these tears fool you, Mai. I may be crying, but I've never felt stronger. With renewed vigor, Taya draws. Elf's Light, another equip magic card. 
She also notices that she also has a D spell card like the one Mai just used on her. She theorizes that she can equip both Elf's Light and Silver Bow and Arrow to Shining Friendship, destroy Cyber Shield with Dispel, then attack, asserting her dominance over Mai's Harpies. Yeah, unless Mai has an out to your equipped cards, which she does. She enacts her plan, and Mai touches her face down Feather Duster, but decides not to activate it. Taya's fairy destroys Harpy Lady and reduces Mai's life points by 400. I'm sure it was supposed to be the fairy that's shown in the artwork of Elf's Light, but it definitely was not Shining Friendship that attacked, but whatever. Tristan declares that Taya's doing better against Mai than even Joey did. Comedy. Mai scoops up her feather duster. Almost for a second, looks like that she might actually play it. Smash cut to Yugi who thinks to himself, Harpy's feather duster. How do you know that? You cheating cheater McCheat face. Cut back to Mai who surrenders, saying that Harpy Lady was her best monster. Since Taya destroyed it, she doesn't have the cards to win anymore. Of course, Taya begins celebrating. Mai and Taya get down from the duel arena. Taya continues celebrating with the rest of the gang. We cut to a little later, where Mai hands Taya the star chips and begins to walk away. Yugi tries to ask her what that last card on her field was. She interrupts him, insisting that it was nothing. A throwaway. Taya presents her booty to Yugi. The star chips. You nasty. He thanks her and says he'll never forget what she did for him today. He also thinks to himself that she helped show him that he needs to face his fears. And so he resolves to duel once more. Mai, from the castle steps, calls out to them. The last one to the castle is a rotten egg. And so the gang, Mai, and Bakura all begin another trek up the stairs toward the castle and the Duelist Kingdom finals. In this episode, no new characters were introduced unless you count the sentimental Mai we got to see because she totally surrendered that duel when she didn't have to. Harpy's Feather Duster, the card she had face down, is a powerful magic card that destroys all magic and trap cards your opponent has on the field. This means Shining Friendship would have gone back down to 1300 attack and would have been easy pickings for Mai's Harpy Lady. But instead, she surrendered to Taya allowing her to retain her dignity and gain some confidence in doing an act of kindness for Yugi. Yugi has 10 starships again, and the finals may now commence. Next week, we will be discussing episodes 26 and 27, titled Champion vs. Creator, parts 1 and 2. Get ready for many shenanigans during this last exhibition match before the Duelist Kingdom finals. But before then, query for the week. Do you think Mai is actively trying to become one with the gang, or do you think this episode specifically was merely just her paying Yugi back and putting on a show so as not to seem weak to the gang? Let me know what you think, or if you have any other comments, questions, or concerns, please feel free to email me at itstimetopodcast at gmail.com, and follow me on Facebook at facebook.com slash itstimetopodcast, and on Twitter at itstime2podcast. If you can, please consider backing me on Patreon at patreon.com slash itstimetopodcast. It will help me continue to bring awesome content to you guys, expand in the future, and give even more back to this wonderful community we are building. And just as a reminder, the YouTube channel, unfortunately, will be on hiatus until further notice due to extreme technical difficulties. Keep on listening to the podcast and following me on social media for potential updates on the channel because I will be bringing it back as soon as I can. But until next time, your move. (laughs) 